0: Hello, it's me, Richard Herring. I'd like to welcome you to Rahala Stapa, my podcast with this week's guest is Dave Johns, the comedian and actor. You may have seen him in I, Daniel Blake. He is Daniel Blake. So he's the only person who can say that. I'm not a Daniel Blake. He is. He's in Fisherman's Friends. He's all over the place now. And he's a fantastic stand-up, as you're going to find out from this podcast, with a lot of crazy stories. Um, you can also build walls, if you're looking for one. Um, look, thanks very much for watching and listening to these podcasts. Do keep that up if you can, and uh, spread the word to other people. Um, the more people we have listening, especially the better. And uh, if you feel like donating some money, Sorry, I've just been drinking a fizzy cola and burping a little bit. Um, why not become a Badger? Go com slash badges. You will get backstage interviews with every guest, at least five minutes of extra stuff, usually the emergency question stuff. I know you love that. Uh, you will get my stand up shows, be able to watch those there. Uh, you will get lots of other sort of extra videos and all that sort of stuff, like the Stone Clearing documentary, the Snooker tournament, and other things that will uh, generally usually only go to Kickstarter people. Or extras from DVDs, we're going to add in there. Uh, and you'll get a membership card, you get a membership badge, you get a secret code to share with other Realistava Badgers. You'll be helping us make more content. We are trying to make an audio sitcom in 2020. Uh, We're trying to branch out and do more stuff. Uh, If you cannot become a Badger, uh, there's a prize draw as well. There's all sorts of stuff. If you can't become a Badger, then just spread the word. Uh, If you can come and see it live, that's a big help as well. richardhane.com slash gigs. We are trying to get you some fantastic guests in 2020. Uh, or just watch and listen from home it 's all it all counts. Support us if you like it. uh tell your friends if you like it if you don 't like it, tell your friends as well because they 're probably dicks as well so only good only cool people like this show it's it 's just well known look two minutes and eight seconds have passed let 's sit back, relax and enjoy Rahana Stapa with David Johns from the Newcastle stand. gentlemen, welcome to the stand in Newcastle. Please welcome a man who you haven't just seen, He's, this is the first time you've seen him, remember, uh, who has just owned Piers Morgan according to the Polk website, <laughs> is Richard Herring! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to uh, Richard Herring's Limbo Shall Transpire podcast. Um, just trying to come up, with there's so many podcasts now you have to come up with a new idea and uh, what we're going to do is uh, celebrities who have just died uh, but who've not lived a particularly bad or good life uh, have to go into heavenly limbo and I'll probably also do some limbo dancing while they're there and we're, then... We're, We'll work out which way they're going to go. Well, it'll take several millennia of waiting. Uh, I was hanging around uh, in Biker Grove. I mean, it had to be, didn't it? <laughs> the other day. And uh, Spuggy was there. Spuggy was there. She's now... She's a middle-aged woman with four children. Uh, one of them who, ironically, was blinded by a paintball gun. You'd think she'd... Of all the people you'd think she would have... All people you think she would have learned. Some of the younger Newcastle people going, I don't what's going on. What's <laughs> Surely Spuggy is still worshipped. <laughs> anyway, Spuggy and three of her kids call it Rohalistopas. I don't know if that's going uh, And, yeah, I, I, apparently I owned uh, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan uh, on Twitter this week, uh, of the week of recording, uh, was... Uh, a man called Jim Bendel had taken issue with Piers Morgan because uh, he... Uh, with his treatment of Extinction, Extinction Rebellion uh, spokesperson. Uh, and... Uh, and and Piers Morgan tweeted him back and says, "Oh Jim, I understand. Uh, I feel, I understand your pain. I'd feel bitter if my surname was an anagram of Bellend." Um, so I tweeted him back and said, "Rather than being an anagram of spermy, spermy organ, so uh, that is what apparently I'd." <laughs> Which, uh... That's spermy with an I, but I think it's still. Think is that, is that a, his name is an anagram of a lot of things, weirdly, which makes think he's not a real person. Grim persona is one of his uh, anagrams as well. Uh, there's there's several rude ones. Uh, some people argue that it should be I sperm organ in the in the. I thought that was a bit too classical. I think it's, I think sperm organ is funny. Anyway, we're here in um, we're here in uh, Newcastle. Uh, it's lovely. I'm gonna actually I'll talk about that next week. And ironically, it sort of is a different audience next week. I'm confused. Uh, so um. Uh, I was very I was topical when this was recorded. Uh, Pizza Express in danger of uh, uh, closing down. A lot of uh, people making uh, the same joke about calzoni, not good. But uh, that, I didn't do that. Uh, but I'm upset because Pizza Express is my favourite restaurant. I always used to go on dates there. And I had a cast iron. I mean, I'm married now, so I don't go on dates there if my wife listening. <laughs> And uh, I had a cast iron, 100% successful seduction technique, which I, you can still use if Pizza Express is open. You have to uh, order the Veneziana pizza, and then when the bill comes, say, I don't want to pay the 25p discretionary contribution to the Venice in Peril Fund. <laughs> as I hate Venice. And I want it to sink into the sea. 100% times I did that, got shagged. shag. So uh, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> Girls love it if you hate Venice. That's what I'm saying. So, 100... I did it twice. 100%... 100%... That's how I seduced Julia Sawala, ladies and gentlemen. That was... That worked. That was the line that worked. And what I want to know, is Venice clubbing together to save Pizza Express? No, it isn't, the fuckers. It's all take, take, take. They're living in a place that's sinking. They don't deserve any money. Give them money... Give some money back to Pizza Express, you cunts. Man. Anyway, it's lovely to be here in Newcastle. I'll talk about Newcastle next week. Uh, I just want to say... I will never do this podcast in Sunderland. That is that. That is a guarantee. Yay! Fuck Sunderland. Fuck them. <laughs> and anyone who's travelled down from Sunderland for this gig. So, uh, is my guest this week? Um, he's probably best known for playing cheesy Alan Supple in, T- in *Time*, gentlemen, please. <laughs> the fantastic pub landlord sitcom that you all know very well. Of. Will you please welcome? <laughs> The amazing Davy Jones, ladies and gentlemen, Davy Jones,
1: Davy Jones, Davy Jones. Hello. Yeah, I had, I had, I had. Sit down. Davy Jones. Cheesy Allen, so, oh, one of my Sheet. one of my top roles. At. It was, it was. This what is was? this is something you don't see very often nowadays. Actually, a Geordie working underground. But there you go. <laughs> Not better.
0: Cheesy Allen Supper Cheeky Allen Supper was played by Frank Skinner and yeah. you were a tribute actor. Yeah, yeah. To what, happened to fr-
1: what happened to Frank Skinner? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: took You've the got... wrong rule. <laughs> <laughs> So it's lovely to see you, Davey. Yeah. We've uh, we uh, have known each other for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we a lot met. Yes, yeah, we met. And you Ad- were a small child when I first. I met I was. You, yeah, you were... thought that was a bit weird, but now it's balanced <laughs> out. Yeah. Now, hasn't now, it? And you were a middle-aged <laughs> man when I met you. The, and, a <laughs> man,
1: and I was not about with a four-year-old kid, but now it doesn't seem as weird now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean it does when we still go on the park and i push you on the swing. <laughs> but, um, but, but apart from that apart from that it's 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 cool.
0: We yeah. met in uh, I think probably the first time we met we might have met on the circuit but in, in Adelaide in nineteen ninety seven. We all went we went out with a load of comedians to it, sort of an unofficial <laughs> Adelaide Festival. It was weird, wasn't it? It wasn't the official Adelaide Festival. <laughs> it was official, it was run by some it was
1: behind some bike shed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking for the festival? <laughs> <laughs> So we were there was a comedy festival and it was quite a lot of, you know, we I think it was the first time any of us had really been abroad with com- <laughs> yeah, with our yeah, comedy. You could tell me we, about mental, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was we were all there was put up in this big motel and there was a jacuzzi and the uh, Arca
1: Bar Hotel. There was uh, in you and Stu were young faced young lads. We were and uh, I, I, I was I was I was just seeing you. I just remember I've got this photograph of him and Stuart and they're in this jacuzzi. <laughs> and, 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 and it's brilliant. And I, and I just took it and then I thought, this is brilliant. And, and there's them two sitting in the jacuzzi like this. And then there's a, two comics on the other side. And there's a guy called Michael Smiley, who's an actor now. He's done a lot of quite films. And a, and, a, and a Scottish guy called Parrot, he was this crazy Scottish guy. And, and Smiley's sitting with his bald head and Parrot's balancing his cock and his balls. <laughs> on, and these, these two are sitting like this. <laughs> And, and I could see my face going, we've got a month of this. <laughs> it, it, was it was day one. Wasn't it was day one. Yeah, day one. It was a yeah. brilliant Yeah, because yeah, I think we landed. And they all took a load of magic mushrooms, I yeah. think, when they landed. And it, was about, yeah. it was about 40 degrees. It was crazy.
0: It was nuts. A lot of people going. I mean, yeah. Australia is a weird place for comedians to go, anyway. A lot of people go nuts and we did, end yeah. up getting divorced and marrying someone else and then divorcing them. It happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I managed to get not, never get married when I went out there, but it was fantastic. So you're. Um... We
1: went. We, oh, oh. We, uh, oh, we also went on the trip.
0: Yeah, we had uh, an, an amazing we got, trip.
1: <laughs> we got invited. They said, Would you like to go to Kangaroo Island? And we thought, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, Kangaroo yeah. Island. And so we're gonna meet. So, so we met on that we met on that jetty, and you had all come in. And I was late, and you're going, Where have you been? And I went, <laughs> and I went, I had to get something. And I'd hired a clown, <laughs> <laughs> a female clown, yeah. Fred, didn't I? Fred, yeah. And you goes, what and I goes yeah I had a cl-. I goes I always go on safaris with a clown, <laughs> and we've got and I've got photographs again yeah. of, of, on Kangaroo Island of, I, of, of her behind a rock and she's like behind a rock and she's behind a gum tree and she's <laughs> she's like this and I tell people that there was a circus, <laughs> um, a plane crashed, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and and they went feral and all <laughs> and you and, it, and, see, and you and Stuart were going. This, this is the second day and they got clowns.
0: <laughs> she stayed in character pretty much the whole time, I think, so you, you know I mean? so some... yeah,
1: I paid her about, you know, $100. Yeah. I, said, I said, how much did you get the clown for a day? And, she, and I says, I'll give you a double. And she went, okay, so we hired her for a day and she yeah. says, what, I? I just, and I didn't tell her. And I said, we're going to Kangaroo Island. And I said, it was for kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all these comics.
0: And, and she ended up marrying a comic, didn't she did. She did. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> And she still dresses as a clown, He's even a, to this day. Uh, yeah. We don't know what she looks like underneath the makeup. Yeah. It, was... it was
1: great standing on her feet and pushing her backwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it must have been weird for her, turning up and you think, it's going to be a kid's party and then there's loads of men there going, oh, fuck, on an island. <laughs> They've taken me to an island. <laughs> That's why I had to pay double. <laughs> so, Davey, it's, uh, you've had an amazing uh, story through your career. Um, it is... It, well, it, as I was saying to you, I was saying to you backstage, you say, you've, you've become an enormously successful as, a, as an actor in recent years. It's taken a long time before until we got to that point, but I think any other comedian, if it happened to on the circuit, there'd have been some mumbles of, oh, that fucking cunt. Has, has he got this? <laughs> <But> <laughs> there, it, it, might be, there might be someone. There might be think. someone. Someone do that. But it's yeah. a bit, it was sort of amazing to be part of that community. Everyone was so... Uh, yeah, it was a bit
1: crazy,
0: yeah. Yeah, everyone was so pleased. I the Best
1: Newcomer. I won, I won Empire. Best newcomer at the age of 62. <laughs> and this is no, and when I got the when I, when I got home with the award, I was yeah. really chuffed. The NHS had sent me through the post an over 60s bell cancer testing. Test. <laughs> Every time you try to leave, they pull you back in. I mean, that took the shine off it, you know. There's your award now, shit in that tube and send it off in the post. What did you do after your award? Did you drink champagne? <laughs> no, I shat in a little tube and posted it.
0: But you've been a stand up for a, for a long, you know, decades before this happened. Yes. And before that, you were a brick, bricklayer. You went behind the scenes in theatres, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, 30 years I've been a stand up. Yeah. And it was weird because every time I went on stage, I realised nobody knew who the fuck I was, you know? I mean, if I'd been a spy, that would have been a brilliant career. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it? <laughs> If you're a spy, and nobody knows you. Go. He's very successful. <laughs> if you're a comic and nobody knows you, it's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. And then Daniel Blake came on, and in
0: yeah.
1: Ken Loach, and it all went crazy. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, you had done acting before that, though, as well. So you've you've, you've always been quite experimental, as well as there's a lot of guys like you, I think, aren't there, that have been doing stand up for since they were young, and and carry on doing stand up, and in, in a way, you give false hope to all of us other middle-aged men think, oh, we'll probably get discovered by Ken Loach in a minute and get, yeah, get to hang out yeah. with Meryl Streep. Ken Loach does his
1: next film about a middle-class successful <laughs> comic. <laughs> Have you seen Ken's new movie about the middle-class, lad? Yeah, apparently, he couldn't get any quince on a Tuesday. <laughs>
0: I actually had a, uh, a quince tree in the garden of my house. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. Of course you did. I didn't know what it was. We bought house a house and had a quince tree. Of course you did. So, <laughs> it fell down. It was terrible. It fell down. Ken Lopes,
1: in one of his most moving films ever.
0: <laughs> The fallen quince
1: tree. Remember the great Bollinger shortage of 87. <laughs> when you were down to your last Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> what? for the children no no <laughs> I'm not <kidding>. but you <laughs> you're, you're the nicest you're allowed, the class you're, you're, you're,
0: allowed <laughs> to, you're allowed to take the piss out of me it's absolutely fine you're a big uh, actor <laughs> uh, i could be the evil role in a ken Loach yeah, film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you were literally about to give up stander when you were, you were you feeling like you were, that, that i've heard you t- quoted as saying you were sort of on the point of thinking, why am I travelling around the country? What here? happened
1: was I was travelling, like, you know, I'd been a stand-up, I'd love stand-up, I started a club in Newcastle in the early 80s and, and youth you lads played the theatre at that time, didn't you know, in like, you know, a fist of fun. And, and it's, I love stand-up, but you get, like, as you, as you get all the travelling on trains and, you know, and, and bus replacement services, you know, and all that, you know. And, 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 and my daughter is 13 and, and when she was about sort of, um, Eleven. I was down in Scarborough with her. We, we, we go away on, 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 on road trips, and I was talking to the bloke who rang the donkeys. Yeah. And he goes and he says, I run these donkeys, and I only work in the summer, then I live in the south of France. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs> the Donkeys! In the summer, up here is only two deers. So that's. <laughs> he charges two quid. And posh people, you don't have to stable the donkeys because posh people have got horses, they look after the donkeys in the winter because they make very good companions. Okay. So I looked into it and basically I, I was going to run donkeys and I thought, because Whitley Bay, in time, I have not had a donkey since the 60s. Yeah. But then it was uh, public liability insurance you have to get now. In the 60s, if you were a kid and you fell off a donkey, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> now apparently it's a donkey's fault never really sick. <laughs> and everybody gets sued. No, no, I was seriously looking into being to run and do- I thought that would be quite good. You know, just you know, just you know, just walking the donkeys up and down and yeah. in the a summer I thought, you know, I've done stand up but this isn't gonna you know, I'm gonna do gigs, but it's not gonna go gan- massive. And then and then Ken Loach ruined me bloody
0: career. <laughs> Your whole donkey yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. A lot of donkeys had to be sent to the knacker's yard as well, Ken Loach. <laughs> When Ken. that film comes out, yeah. Ken, yeah. Ken Lopes, the donkey killer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kes, the donkey. Go, Kes, go. Yeah. How do you train a donkey?
0: <laughs> you should have looked into that before you started thinking uh, taking that up, Dave. I know, I know. Uh, so what, so what, what was the process? How did, how did this role end up coming to you? Oh, a mate of mine. You know, up in Edinburgh, we did 12 Angry
1: Men. Uh, the comics did 12 yeah. Angry Men. And the producer... I mean, this is crazy. The producer sent me a... Basically said a text. He says, Ken Loach is looking for a bloke your age to be in his new film. Get in touch with the casting people. And, like, you know what comics are like. We just go, yeah, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it, yeah, yeah. And I mean, missus said, have you... T-? And I went, there's we a I went, all right. So I sent the text off. And when I, Daniel Blake, won the BAFTA... She said to me, We're in the um at the bath that she said, we've still, I've still got the text you sent Ken. <laughs> and she says, You want to see it? And I'd never seen it for each. And it went. And I, it was, I mean, hi, I'm Dave Johns. I'm a 59-year-old stand-up comic. Yeah, Ken Loach is looking for a bloke to be in his new film. I'd be up for that. <laughs> 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 and she says, Ken pissed himself laughing. <laughs> And so I got to meet him for... Ten, and I just thought, I'm going to meet Ken Loach. Yeah, yeah. Ten minutes, I thought, this is going to be a right old laugh, meeting Ken Loach. And, and, he, and, he and, I, and I talked to him for ten minutes, he just talked about my dad, because I come from the same place that the film was made by yeah. and, he, and he says to me, he goes, and he says, you got any questions? I want to ask you a question about Kess. And, yeah. and he goes, what do you want to ask her? I goes, you know the bit where Judge killed the Kestrel and he's drunk and he's lying on a couch and Billy Casper's over him going, you bastard, you bastard, you bastard. You bastard. He went, yeah, guys, well, just over his shoulder on a table in shot, there was a can of carnation milk. <laughs> I couldn't keep my eyes off it. It ruined the whole fucking film for us. <laughs> and he just pissed himself laughing. <laughs> I did five five castings with different actresses. Yeah. Never thought I'd ever get the part. Kept going because he didn't tell us what it was. He didn't tell us what it was. He just because when you shoot a film with Ken, he, he shoots chronologically. Yeah. And he doesn't give you the script. He gives you a couple of pages of script. So he just. I, I was just doing scenes, like, "Oh, you two are workmates, she's come in, she's got a black eye, you think her boyfriend's beating her up, talk to her. And he was just, you know, it was all those sort of things, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then I kept going, and I kept getting asked back in, and all my acting mates were going, just keep on doing what you're doing, do what you're buried. And then he phoned me up and said, we want to offer you the part. And I went, <laughs> and went, and he went, it's it, it's a film called, called I, Daniel Blake, you're playing Daniel Blake, and I thought,
2: Shit! <laughs>
1: and I did say to him, oh, "I thought it was Spider Man." Geordie <laughs> <laughs> J- Spider Man. And he just said, and, "And he went, and he went, and he went in your air. You're navigating. Uh, you're an out of work carpenter, and you're navigating the benefit systems." And I thought, "Oh no!" <laughs> you know, and and it won the fucking palm door. The did win the fucking You know, and, and we filmed it. For five weeks in Newcastle in Biker, chronologically, you get a couple of pages of script each day. You don't, because he likes to, he doesn't want you to preempt the scenes you're going to do. And he just, and, he, and, and I finished, I thought, wow, I've been working with Ken Dutch, brilliant. Um, I, I was one day we were standing in filming in the, in, in the bathroom. I was supposed to fix a toilet, and it was really cramped. He's only got the camera guy in. Robbie Ryan, so Ken stands in the shower unit, and, we, and, and I was just standing beside him, and I just pressed this imaginary button, and I went, Professor, to the 60s, in the time machine, <laughs> <field." laughs> Back to the 60s! He goes, I know I shouldn't have left the 60s, shouldn't I? And we filmed it, and it just, and it went absolutely batshit crazy. Right time, right place. Um, uh, um, hit, hit a nerve, you know? Yeah. And his new film's coming out on the first uh, um, called... Uh, called Sorry We Missed You, and it's, again, that's about zero as contracts. I think that's going to cause another stink,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, but it's, but it's obviously led to, like, amazing opportunities for you. and amazing, Like, just the weird, you being in, in BAFTA and all the, the red can't. carpets and meeting all the big films. Do film you know bas- what the
1: weirdest one? I'm standing in the Cannes Film Festival. It's not a word of a lie. And this is the weirdest thing, right? And I'm just trying to be, you know, I'm just... In, I'm standing with the girl who played Katie, and Donald Sutherland comes walking towards us. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, that guy. that's Donald Sutherland. And he comes to me, and he's about, about a couple of feet away from me. And he goes, he And I went, Donald. <laughs> 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 and it was like, this is absolutely insane, man. It's insane, man. Yeah you know, bloody, I saw, bloody, what do you call him, bloody, I, I, I'm in the hotel, you know, the big posh hotel. <laughs> and, and that's where they got. And, uh, and it's, um, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, uh, I walked across the hotel thingy and the guy goes, come here, Dave, the publisher goes, I want you to meet somebody. He goes, "Steven, this is Dave, is in Ken's Bay. And I goes, "Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, and I goes, I goes, oh, I goes, hello. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Congratulations on your film. Uh, everybody in Cannes is raving about it. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear your performance is, is 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 remarkable. Congratulations. So I went. So how's the BFG going? <laughs> 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 and he goes, and he goes, yeah, we're really pleased with the uh, with the response. <laughs> and I said, because you know Ken Loach, he couldn't make a film like the BFG. And he went, well, I guess not. Ken's more political. And I went, no, he'd want a real giant in it. <laughs> and I went and I'm going shut the fuck up <laughs> and I goes and you can't get them <laughs> I guess you probably tried for ages not to get Mark Rylands. and Spielberg's looked at me like eh. you know that thing, that thing where people don't know whether you're a nutcase or whether you're taking a piss and he's going yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you never, so, you, so you go, why has Dave never been in the Steven Spielberg movie? Because he thinks I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now, when they, and then people just keep offering me film parts. It's, yeah. it, it, it's crazy. I've just done a film with a mate of yours, who's been uh, Alison Stedman.
0: Yeah, Alison Stedman, yeah, he's done it in my... 20,
1: 23 Walks, which is about two pensioners, 60s who meet on 23 dog walks, and it's about their relationship. It's a love story for pensioners. It's got dogs and pensioners getting on. <laughs> who wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> and I had my first love scene. Wow. Whoa! <laughs> 63 years of age! Yeah! Do you and Alison? Oh, me and Alison. And, like, she's done loads. She was telling me, she goes, she goes oh, I did one once in this sort of late 60s with, 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 uh, with um, Tom Jones. And he and he says and she says we're sitting on the bed and he was saying to her, you know Alison, I'm a singer, you know, I'm a singer, you know, and I I really don't I really don't, uh, I really don't uh, um, I've never done anything of this before, you know. He's, he's from Mumbai, by the way. <laughs> 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 he says I've never done anything of this, you know, but but you know if you can help me, so he just went for it and she says and she was like me this, you know, and they did about three takes and he sat on the bed and he went, I don't know about you, Alison, but I'm feeling bloody horny now. <laughs> So they goes to me, so I'm a bit nervous. So she goes, and I goes, we're going to be, she says, you're yeah, going to be naked, it's going to be tastefully done, you know, it's going to be tastefully done, but it's going in the curtain, it's going to be under the curtain, it's going to be under the duvet. Yeah. But, so, so I says, this is where you wear this thing called a modesty pouch.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, so I goes, so, 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 they, so they give me this thing and Alison's got some on and we're both, Come out, we've both got, well, night, we're sort of like, well, our bathroom is on, we're on set, it's a closed set, there's the focus puller, the camera, and there's a couple of the crew sound, but it's very, and all the monitors on the set are turned off and everything like that. And so, well, well, well we're waiting. And I got on, she's, she's, she's got a great sense of humor. Yes,
0: yeah,
1: she's so, so I'm going, ah, oh, and I look and I can't, this is really uncomfortable, this. This is really uncomfortable. And, and, and it goes, well, it's industry standard. And I went, Well, I'm a jury, you know. <laughs> and the costume goes, give us a look. So, so I thought, oh, I just did. So I opened my thing, right? And she goes, You've got on back to front <laughs> And b- both me, my balls were hanging out of each side. <laughs> it was like dumbo's face. <laughs> I see an elephant fly. I mean, honestly, I went, it's Dumbo. It was fierce, and when I said that, they had to stand the crowd, the crew down for twenty-five minutes because <laughs> no, the focus puller's going, i can't for the football focus, and it was yeah, they had it on the wrong way, so yeah, yep. so <laughs> so these are the sort of things, even though I get on set I...
0: I'm a liability. Mate. You are. You are a liability. They shouldn't let. They shouldn't let comments. Alison plays my mum in my Radio Four sitcom, so you fuck my mum now, and that, that makes it. That makes it very difficult yeah. for me to, <laughs> to, to to do the
1: rest. But it was so weird having to do that. Like, yeah. You know, in like we did this shot, and then I was lying on top of. where they were changing something in the. I think they were. They call it swinging and lens. Yeah. And uh, I know all the terminology now, and I'm lying on top, of, and I started laughing. She went, "What are you laughing at?" I go. I'm shagging Alice
0: instead. <laughs> 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 Abigail's party but who can forget yeah. that my goodness yeah. uh, so uh, I've, I've come up with a new emergency question as the basis of uh, reading a few of the facts uh, in, on your website which is very useful actually Not, I wish everyone did what you did on your website there's just a whole full page there's a whole page of facts which makes my job very easy yeah, 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 so I'll ask fact. you this my question Website
1: website you, you'll all go on tomorrow yeah. and see where I'm touring
0: yeah you must do. Um, I'll ask you this question. I know you have an answer. Who is the most famous person you've been in a lift with? I'm going to ask other people this question now, David, because do you remember what the... Woody master- Allen. It is Woody Allen.
1: Yeah. How was it? It was really... It was really... Embatt- but what it was, was I was standing. Basically, I, this is the whole story, right? And I don't know whether this was... But, but this happened. I was in the toilet at the hotel in Cannes, and the main hotels big in the road and I was in the hotel and I was a bit pissed and Woody Allen came into the toilet yeah. and I went and I thought I remembered about Steven Spielberg and I thought don't fucking talk to him right <laughs> <laughs> so I just went into the cubicle and I don't know whether it was him but somebody went to the cubicle next door and I heard them going mm. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got in the lift I I didn't say anything, and I was going up in the lift, and he was going up in the lift, and I was just there, and I went, bing! And I I, I walked out of the lift, just as the lift doors shut, he went, I heard you laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And I always dreamt, Woody Allen is a massive hero of mine, he really is, and I always thought I'd be sitting with maybe a glass of brandy one night, talking about comedy (laughs) You know, Woody, I've found some of your material. Well, yeah, Dad, you know, it's not going, I'd listen to him having a shit.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. I mean, here's some other facts uh, from your your website. Uh, You met uh, the guy who plays Homer Simpson in Edinburgh?
1: So embarrassing as well. Why are yeah. my stories embarrassed? Yeah, yeah. It, well, I wanted
0: you to be embarrassed.
1: Do you know when they went up to do... The, the whole cast went to Edinburgh to read... To read to, 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 yeah, read yeah. yeah and the, and the whole cast were there, and they read some scenes from Far from, 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 from the Simpsons. We were, it was all comics and everything. In the, in the previous, they had this big chat, and it was uh, um, Dan... Uh, um, Castellane. Yeah, yeah. All, the, all the cast, and uh, Matt Groening, who was there. And I said, as a question, I went... I put, I put my hand up and he goes, yeah. And I said, uh, I'd like, ask Matt Grayning a question. And he went, yeah. I goes, uh, how many pens have you got? <laughs> and, he, and he went, what? I said, how many pens have you got? I goes, just a ballpark figure. <laughs> and he went, no, and he went, he went, on me now? I went, yeah, in the house. We? <laughs> how many pens have you got? And then afterwards, <laughs> and then afterwards, we were in the bar and I had a couple of glasses around, and, and Dan... And you don't do this, and Dan Cast... What's he called, Dan Cast... Castellaner, yeah. It? He was there, and I went up to him, and I said, I'm a massive big fan of The Simpsons, like everybody here is. I'm a comic, I'm doing a show here, and I, guess, I know this is really naff, I guess, but would you do... Homer for us?" And he went, yeah, but you got to close your eyes. And as I closed my eyes, I went, oh, fuck, and I opened him, and he fucked off out the door. And as I closed my eyes, I went, no, no, no. <laughs> that was brilliant.
0: That is so but, but good. But
1: that's what he had to do. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very that good. That's
0: true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot. Because you've, uh, have you really, there's some things on the facts that I don't think are true. They are true. Well, there's one that's definitely not true. That One of them is that you have a false leg, but a real foot. <laughs> that is, that isn't, <laughs> that isn't true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you
1: shared a bag of chips with Cindy Crawford. Yes, I did. I was. Uh, we did one for the <laughs> we, we one for the cuckoo's nest yeah. in London. Remember, we, uh, we, when I we do. it. it's fantastic. And Christian Slater was in it. In, in, in he had loads of f- 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 uh, f- um, sort of like famous people were coming in. There was there was like Dennis Hopper would come in one night, and, and, and like I'd be sort of like I, I played. Rock, so I'm like, this, like, and I was like watching out, looking for people, you know. And and she came, and she came, and, and we went to. Some do you know that's or whatever. It is. Yeah. no, no, and um, um, century this thing, so oh, yeah. So we're in the thing, and uh, and we were waiting for Christian, and she goes, And I'd got some chips <laughs> when I came out of, the, <laughs> out of the thing, and she goes, Oh my god, you got uh, french fries, she's just gonna have one. And I went, Yeah, so I'm in the back lane eating chips, and <laughs> and Owen O'Neill, who's another comic, yeah, is in a taxi driving past. <laughs> 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 And then afterwards, he went, I've just seen Digis, having a bag of chips with Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> and she was greeting the chips. And then afterwards, we went up to the theatre and Dennis Hopper was there. And this is not McClunk, clunk, but no, this is true. <laughs> the big friend and, and, and Kevin Spacey. And I said, this is before he was, you know. <laughs> and he never fucking tried it on with me. No. I never got I never got champion and strawberries on the stage. <laughs> so he said So, this is honestly. So Kevin Spacey says to me he goes he goes he goes uh, he's reading the program and he goes uh, you're uh, you're all stand-up comics, yeah? And I went, "Yeah." And he goes he goes oh, and I goes, "You used to be a stand-up, didn't you?" And he went, "No, I used to do impersonations of uh, he, he was from Mumbai as well. <laughs> uh, I used to do impersonations of singers, you know. Uh, he says, I never did stand-up. And he goes, okay. And he, and he goes, you? He says, here, you've been in uh, Dubai. Uh, you've been uh, in uh, Abu Dhabi. And uh, you've done gigs in, 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 in India. He goes, he goes, how do you d- do that? I went, well, I speak uh, Punjabi and I speak uh, Urdu. And I speak four dialects of Arabic. <laughs> and I hope I can say this. And he, went, and he went, really? And I went, of course I don't, you daft cunt. <laughs> in De- I swear to God, in Dennis Hover I went, he called you a cunt! He called you a cunt! <laughs> That's not a word of a lie. <laughs> It was hilarious. It was hilarious. His his fierce. That's why he's probably started touching people. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Allegedly. allegedly, a lot though, eh?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of allegedly. A lot of allegedly. <laughs> I loved the way you did with the way when you introduced yourself. When you got introduced to Christian Slater, who played the Jack the Jack Nicholson part in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, we all uh, we all had a table reading, and we were all comics, and he was a big star, wasn't he? You know, when he came in and, and he went, and, he, and we and we had a break, and we had a cup of coffee, and a cup of tea. we all in the little c- c- McKenzie and all of there. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he, he goes, "Hi guys, yeah, I'm solid. So I goes, "Yeah, Christian, I just want to say, I really loved Minority Report," <laughs> and he went. <laughs> Uh, I, I wasn't in it. I went, I know I just wanted to see her <laughs> 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 They went, You fucking cuss! <laughs> <laughs> I'm they... never going to get a job <laughs> at all, I'll tell you that. I'm doomed to do independent <laughs> films like Fisherman's Friends and stuff like that, you know? <laughs>
0: Well, I bet they love it, though, don't they? Because uh, you must be the only person who moves in that circles who isn't looking, all these people's asses apart from Kevin Spacey, allegedly. Uh, Do you
1: know the, Co- the Covens Gardens Hotel, right? Yeah. We, we went there and they've got an honesty bomb. We're there one night late, right? And we're all drinking. And, and, and you sign for the thing. And I went behind the thing and I was getting all the drinks and I goes to Christian, yeah, watch you. And he goes, don't put it on my room. Put it on Dennis Hopper's room. <laughs> So I was what at give it. so I'm just putting on his in, in an afternoon stand, it's all goes I went to bed at nine o'clock and I spent five hundred pounds. <laughs> Dennis, you must be getting up in the middle of the night. <laughs> but it is cause the thing is, you know, it's
0: just a laugh, isn't it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I don't think fame's changed you though, Davey, is it? I mean it's... <laughs> But
1: you know what it is? Because I've had to learn. Because the thing is, Ken, Ken Loach when I work with Ken Loach Ken films differently. He has a very small crew. He, he uses lenses so the camera's never in your face. So when I go on... So so the next film I had to do, I had to learn... Like, everybody thinks you're... You just know when you go on a film set. Yeah. So, like, I was, it was with Stevie Graham. I mean, he's a You know, Stevie Graham. The, the, I mean, he's a fantastic actor. And it was Jason Fleming. And I'm in this... Thing And I'm, and I'm just, in all the cameras and the lights and massive big crew. And so the, it's like everything. It's a working class thing, I think. I don't know if you think, but, but, but what I think it is, is that you're you either just talking in shite to cover up your fucking vulnerability <laughs> or you get pissed, right? And, <laughs> and so I just think, if I'm just talking and making people laugh, yeah. Then the Congo oh, a minute? He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and when they do realise, that's too late. They've shot the thing in. I've got to... <laughs> but now I'm learning all the time. You know, I'm getting more and more technique, camera, yeah. and getting more and more in. You know, I, I, I'm, I've just done this film with Alison, and, and, and you know, and I'm, I'm getting. In people are offering us part. This is why I've got the beard now. I'm doing a film up in the Hebrides next month. It's about these two kids do a bungled drug deal, and they're going. Hiding a Hebridean island in a little uh, sort of Bothy, and I'm this weird fisherman who gets <laughs> them, who gets them out, yeah. um, to um, um, to, uh, cockles, because I'm shipping cockles to Spain. Okay, but I'm going to have a load of paperwork in, after the 31st. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so basically me just going, off a fox here. Another form. triplicate! <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, I've got an Irish passport. I can just get them through. <laughs> um, um, so, so, yeah, so it's about that. So I've got to grow this beard, and I've got, like, like it, it's uh, November the 5th we start. It's okay. only five days I'm doing put it, and I've got to do it, and it goes... He comes in with a... What was it? Um, um, a thick west... Scot, uh, a west coast of Scotland accent. OK. So it's a bit like this, you know what I mean? Like, that's... <laughs> I find a cockle fisherman would play it a bit like this. I <laughs> hey, if what you call him do that, bloody, what you call him, um, uh, um, uh, you know, the, uh, um, the guy from Sheffield? What, what do you call him? Was in Game of Thrones, what do you call him? Um, Sean beam me you hasn't mean. stopped him, bloody, yeah. <laughs> Sean, you're playing an American scientist. <laughs> well, I think I'd play him with a Sheffield actor. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing a Russian sub-captain. <laughs> well, I play with a Sheffield accent.
0: No, it's great. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane, really, isn't it? All of the, and then film after film, Fisherman's Friends has done amazing. well. You do another, another Fisherman's Friend yeah, film? Yeah, Fish, Fisherman's Friend 2, the sequel. Boo! Oh. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> But, um,
1: yeah, yeah, you know, and it took, it, took, it took a load of money at the box. office. Yeah. it just feel good. It's, it's a daft feel good. But it had a great cast, in it? We were five weeks down in Cornwall at Port Isaac. We had a great laugh down there, you know? Um, um, and so, yeah, so, so, so it's really looking. I'm meeting loads of nice people, and it's just a, it's just a bit of a laugh, you know what I mean? And, it, 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 and I think it's like because I've just got a film career. I mean, everybody thinks... God, wouldn't we create do films? And suddenly you get and you're going, oh, hell, I'm doing it. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. it's, it, it, and, it's it, and it's bonkers, and it's it, and it's just got to keep enjoying it. And I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, like when they say to you, "Oh, you've been nominated for best European actor," and you're going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and then this, isn't, this is this is guys, are all mental? <laughs> and we went over to Berlin to the film festival. And and it was uh, um, Dominic uh, um, Cumberbatch, he
0: was in it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dominic what, Cumberbatch. What
1: do you got? I can't remember. Do you John
0: Benedict Cumberbatch first, or do you want Dominic... <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah, OK. And, and, uh, and um, the guy who's in... I Prometheus, mean, he's no
0: Davy Johns, let's face it. Uh... The guy who's in Prometheus,
1: who plays the robot. Uh.
0: uh... Oh, yeah, Fassbender. Fassbender.
1: And my yeah. daughter said to me, she goes, she's 14, she goes, Dad, are you up against Michael Fassbender for best actor? I went, yeah, she goes, smash him, Dad, smash him. <laughs> <laughs> and what you call him one? Hugh Grant. OK. And Hugh Grant for uh, that one where he plays the husband of the singer, uh, Dor- um, uh, uh, you know, the singing, uh, uh, she- she's a really bad singer.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Florence.
1: The- yes, there he is. There's Mark yeah. sitting there in the audience. <laughs>
0: Good work, good. Or work. somebody
1: that never gans out. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, this is not, and I swear this is this is true. He came up to me and he went <laughs> and he goes, um, um he goes, hey, you should have won this. Your film's outstanding. And I went, is it then? <laughs> And he, was, and he wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and he went, and he went... <laughs> and I could see him going, he's got a Geordie accent, he'll take it off. <laughs> And I said, you knew you were going to win this award. And he went, I didn't. I, I, no, no, I, I guess yes you did. Because you're the only one here with a carrier bag. <laughs> Against a fast spender. Yeah, fast spender, did you bring a carrier bag? And he went, no, I didn't bring a carrier bag. Cumberbatch, did you have a carrier bag? I've got, look, no, you got a phone call, didn't you? Uh, You've been nominated and put a carrier bag. Because <laughs> you didn't want to be walking around with an award, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. He's going to do grand going, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> do, you quite... know, do, you know do you know what it is? It's, it's, it's because I come from a. The, the one thing is, I've got a load of mates, right? Who are, who who are just who 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 take the piss out of me fucking all the time, and so you have to you 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 can't be
0: like you know what I mean. You've got it, and that's how I've been brought up. But a lot of a people laugh, do, you know? and a lot of people don't bail. Like, and it's, and weirdly, I think a lot of people who've maybe had a long career and suddenly it happens, and then they. It's very difficult not to turn into a bit of an arsehole when you become kind of super famous, I think, and I've seen Well, I'm it. only 63, I've got right. plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm straight... old people's room, eh? <laughs> but straight away, most people go through at least a little period of being a bit of an arsehole, but you don't seem to have... That doesn't seem to have happened today. Because people.
1: you know what it is? It, it, it's because it doesn't, it doesn't... To me, it comes I'm very lucky. I'm fortunate that I'm in this position. And, yeah, of course you get... Annoyed at things, but, but but then you just go have a fucking word with yourself, man. You know, <laughs> and I think if more people said just have a fucking word with yourself, you know, and, 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 and I think that that's it, it's about in, in in not take yourself fucking so seriously. Yeah,
0: and it's, it's insecurity as well. I think you kind of hear these stories of people
1: well that's proper divas
0: and most and people in who cases.
1: most people who blow the th- yeah yeah. yeah. It, it's like because they fear that it's going to go. But I've still got the fucking donkeys if it all goes to (laughs) I just keep renewing my (laughs) licence. Hello, it's Mr Johns here. Oh, yes, uh, I'd like to renew the licence for the donkeys again, please. Oh, is the career going a little bit slow, is it? (laughs) Never you mind. (laughs) But but I think it's a case of of, 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 of keeping your foot... And, you know, my dad was always saying to me when I was a kid, stop showing off. Nobody likes to show off. And I think that sticks in you. Yeah.
0: Head, you know what I mean? Although you're a comedian, so that didn't, that didn't, that didn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah but, but I think that's why, that's no, why I it, it, it's like, you know, that thing when you just feel as though sometimes you think, oh my God, I shouldn't be here. You know, that yeah. thing, you know? And, and, and it, it, it's a case of just enjoying it while it, Because it could fucking end the Or they just go, hang on a minute, he's fucking rubbish. <laughs> and, and so just enjoy it, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, we just have fun with it, you know?
0: I mean, it could be. Do you think, do you ever worry that you've just, you're still, you're in a comedy club and you really banged your head really badly and you're, in fact, just lying in a hospital bed? And I is, think I'm in a coma. Just... I think <laughs> I'm in a coma.
1: And all these noises are just people talking next door. Because <laughs> every now and then I hear, boop. <laughs> <laughs> boop. <laughs> boop. Wake up, Davey.
0: Wake up, Davey, please, wake up. Three, fours, wake up. Uh, <laughs>
1: Three, four, seven milligrams of pentanol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? Yeah. And what I like though, as well, is a lot of people would have become a successful, proper film star and, and left stand up behind, but you're still doing your stand up. You're touring your stand up. Why
1: face. would you ever not want to stand on stage with a group of people, uh, strangers, in a room like this and make people laugh? Yeah. It's the best thing. You know, you can watch comedy. On the internet, you can watch it on, on Live at the Apollo. These are the places where stand up is where it should be. Yeah. And where it should be is in a live comedy club. Yeah. Where, where it's happening in front of you. It's happening in front of you, you know? And all the, see, on, you know, all the shit bits are cut out on telly. Here you get the shit bits as well. And the shit bits make the good bits even funnier,
0: That's very it? much my philosophy. That's it, very much a, that's this podcast's philosophy. All you want to do is, the, the shit bits don't get more than the funny bits.
1: But, but the thing is, you know, it is, and I do like doing stand-up. You know, I'm doing my one-man show here on the 22nd of October. You must um, come. So a few lot here, if you want to come, there's uh, still uh, a few tickets left. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Three hundred and twenty-six. <laughs>
1: <that, isn't it? laughs> but but it's the twenty-second on Tuesday here, so that's me doing me um, show here. But but you know, but but you know, I, I just like it, it. It's just great to walk out on stage and just it, it just have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I, I think that because I think all through anybody's life, humour what makes life bearable. Sometimes, doesn't
0: it? You know? Yeah. And I think when but once you are used... I mean, you're a writer as well. You've written. You you uh, co-wrote the. Uh... The Shawshank Redemption play with Owen, didn't you? Yeah, that yeah, one? yeah. And you've, yeah, you've been writing, yeah. you've been writing sitcoms, and you're writing your own material. I think the, the acting's kind of fun, I think, isn't it? But it's kind of, it's sort of quite a boring, long process, right? When you're actually doing it, the whole stuff around it. So,
1: if you've got a lead role, you're doing it all the time. But if you're yeah. sitting around, but well, that's why you can have. That's why me and Alison Stedman, when we're sitting around waiting for shots, we had this. there, this phone went off. It went <laughs> like one of those old. Old fashioned ring tones. So well, I just went, Hello, White <laughs> told 247. And Alison went, Hello, it's Felicity here. <laughs> and I went, Where have you been, Felicity? I'm sorry, Gerald, but I have to tell you, I'm leaving you. <laughs> and I went, What? Why well, she goes, I'm pregnant. And I went, What, Felicity? She goes, Yes, with triplets. And I says, Who's the father? And we're just improvising. And she went, <laughs> Brian. I went, My father. <laughs> 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 and we just did that. So that's what we do all the yeah. way through the whole thing. And, and, and I think that's what it is. It's about. So how can you. I can't take. What would I do seriously when I see all the fucking madness in it? You know what I mean? And I just call it out. I mean, Ken Loach has got a great sense of humour. Mark Rylance came up to Ken Loach in Cannes and he said to Ken, Ken, your film is magnificent. And he looked at me and he goes, your performance is what I always try to reach. And I know what he meant by that. He meant the truth in it. And he said to Ken, he goes, he goes, last month, um, uh, Daniel De Daniel lewis came over to my house and we watched all your movies back-to-back Ken went did you not want to kill yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what you see. you don't go oh well thank you very much what did you think? can you imagine them two fuckers watching your work? can you imagine? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis and them two going oh yes like this you know and, and so you had to... Like, like you can't fucking take yourself too serious. Or you, or you, or you are an asshole if you, if you take yourself too serious, you know? Yeah, and yeah. That's how I get on with people who are just having, having fun with it because it's, it's something that came out the blue for me. I never thought that. I thought I'd be w- w- walking your kids and be gone. put your donkey on, he had two quid. <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd have all little hats and I'd have, like, the comics names of the comics I've worked with. <laughs> <laughs> be like you know the little flaky one the little feisty one that'd be Lee Evans in <laughs> the sort of like the, the, the stroppy one be Jack D <laughs> <laughs> and the one who thinks nobody likes him, Michael McIntyre <laughs> oh. <laughs> no it's not true he's a, a good lad
0: mate um, he's uh, a good lad there's a couple more things from the, your facts which have been uh, invaluable <laughs> what about the time you played an Irish pub in Bali do you know this one? Oh. this one? Oh.
1: Would you like to come and do some gigs in Bali? Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did go out with Johnny Candon, who was an Irish comic, and was sitting watching this sunset on a beach. And I said to him, I really love you, Johnny, but I'd rather be here with my missus than you. <laughs> and so he goes, it's in an Irish pub. So we go to this Irish pub, right? And, this, honestly, and, there's, and there's a band playing. So, we can, what, so what's he goes, oh, no, the band are going to stop. And then you're going to do the gigs, right? And this is an Irish theme pub, right? And I goes, what? Oh? So he goes, dff, 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 and the people are like, yeah. He goes, okay, okay, that's the end of the band. Gonna have some comedy now. Gonna have some comedy. And here you go. And he just handed me the mic, and and I looks over, and there's an Indonesian dwarf <laughs> dressed as a leprechaun <laughs> dancing on top of the pool table. <laughs> And I, and I went, I'm glad you got me Ryder, cos I never go on unless <laughs> I've got that. <laughs> and, and all the people are dancing in this heavy metal stuff, and then they stop and, they go, and I'm going... And, and they're looking at me going, what? And I'm going, hey, hi there, where are you from? You know, and it's fucking insane. And this little guy going... <laughs> and at one point I thought... And I stopped and went, you can see him, can't you? <laughs> The little leprechaun, yeah, 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 and and that happened. I did a gig on a nuclear submarine. Right. uh, For for the um, army, uh, for for the army navy, sort of like you know, um, it's like CSE. They flew me to Guam, and it was me in a wardroom of all these officers in a nuclear submarine, and they were all dressed as women. They all had dresses on. (laughs) That wasn't a tough gig at all. (laughs) 45 minutes, I died on me horse. <laughs> and one of these guys goes, Hey, did you just do this for a holiday? I went, Yeah, I phoned up, I phoned up Thomas Cook and said, <laughs> Have you got two weeks for me dying on me ass in Guam? <laughs> and I flew out with this guy from the Navy and we was chatting away and we we're having a right laugh. We landed in Tokyo, we had a night in Tokyo, we went out, we were drinking salt, he had a lovely thingy, cracked an order, got to the thing, got on the submarine, died on me ass. Travelled all back with a fucker not <laughs> speaking to us. <laughs> and I'm going, look, it's really hard to do a gig on a nuclear submarine. <laughs> and I went... And I thought, I know what would be funny. I'll go, here, you know, these pipes. What happens when you dive to leaky pipe depth and all the water starts... It was a bit like this fucking thing here. Everybody's going... Because I thought this would get a laugh. And they all look at me like, what? Because you know, when all when you get too much pressure... And all the water comes pouring out the pipes. Silence. (laughs) (laughs) And and I had to just keep on going. And they were just, and because they all knew each other, they they were just, you know. And it was just, and I was getting, you know, the driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I was going, I must have been on here now thirty, well, ten minutes. I did get three grand for it, like. Yeah, so. that's all right. Lang <laughs> 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 right. way to go to die in your arse for ten grand. <laughs> top, three grand, but yeah. But yeah. So, so I've had some weird gifts. So I mean,
0: even right? like for the, from your early life when you are a bricklayer to just, to just being a stand-up comedian is a massive change. I mean, you had this incredible life of variety <laughs> before you the film star stuff. Yeah, it was it Could a, you a, have a dreamt of that? It, it, are there any walls we can go and look at that you made in, I in Newcastle? It, I did. Yeah, yeah, You, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Jesmy, you know Jesmy Cricket Ground? Right, right at the top of the Jasmine Cricket Ground, where the fence goes along, there's a there's a wall. It's like a circular wall.
0: Yeah. I built that. <laughs> Anyone know it? Is that good Don't laugh. It's hard to build a bloody curved wall yeah. like that. Is it still there? I mean, it must have been there for quite
1: a, a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For, for, for Forty odd years. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I was, you know, I was bloody what? The last time I did Britley in anger, <laughs> was um, was when I was 20. Eight or something, so yeah. it's been there a long time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I built that, yeah. I sang on stage with poor Diddley. Okay. Yeah, at the Mayfair, Fair, when the Mayfair, fair. Remember the Mayfair Fair that was there? Yeah. yeah, I got up on stage with poor Diddley. <laughs> <laughs> then I shagged her afterwards.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did he invite you up or was it? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I was
1: in the front and he goes, he goes, Come on, get up, get up. Cause I was and I got up and he was going and he was going. He goes, I remember, I remember when I started in this business. He goes, he goes uh, Mr. Uh, Howling Wolf. And he went to me and I went, the flower pot man. <laughs> the biggest spotty dog in the world and I was going yeah we're just doing all these names you know yeah, yeah. In, in, oh Bo Diddley and I'm going that's Bo Diddley you know <laughs> yeah yes, yeah, 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 so I did that yeah yeah. And, 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 and I was a bricklayer and I was uh, yeah it was, all, it was all it was all you know it's the same thing it's just, it's just when I was a bricklayer I used to take t- they used to call me the manhole king
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin Spacey wasn't interested yeah
1: yeah, baby, you want me now, don't you? <laughs> Basically, we used to build these big, these big housing estates. And I used to always get into trouble for, for taking the piss and talking to all the... and, and stopping the other apprentice from working. Yeah. So they said, we've got to get rid of him. So they said, what we'll do is we'll send him out into the fields as the site moves up and he can do the manholes. So they'd get a big dump out truck of bricks and they'd drive me to this manhole in this field and the, and, the site was, and the site would move up and they'd just dump all the bricks and all the mortar, and they just in this big hole, and I just build the sewer manholes for when the site caught, you, you caught up with it, yeah. you know? But I just put the radio on and listen to fucking Radio 1, you know? Sort of, <laughs> so I don't think there's any manholes on that estate, you know? <laughs> the shite's just going into the deck. <laughs> Curse you, manhole king! <laughs> it doesn't it, it doesn't make but you wouldn't have you wouldn't have invited me on your podcast if I'd been one of the best manhole builders you nah, know and tonight we have one of the finest <laughs> manhole builders. Yeah yeah yes yeah, so I did that and I had fun at building site but I just you know I always thought I don't I always I think what you got to do is right which is the biggest crime is is pigeonholing people in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the like you can't do that yeah. you you've got to do this this is your lot you, you, you work in a factory. You work that, and it's and it, that, that, that is bullshit. It, 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 now, not everybody can do, it, but you've always got to have a go, you know. And, and that's what I've done. And, and, and you know, some like, like you know, loads. Of, I used to be a professional gambler, man. Yeah. The, in, in, Mark, Mark. I used to go. I used to knock around with these farmers, and they used to go to Sedgefield Racecourse, and they used to bet massive, big, but massive. And this is in the eighties, like massive amounts of money, you know, in the. In, in the most I lost was a thousand quid on a horse called Chatham. a uh, 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 Peter Scudamore was riding it. It was clear by by a, by a mile, and it fell at the last fence. And that's what I saw. But in them days, you used to have, have to pay tax if you got a ticket. So if you didn't get a ticket, you you didn't have to pay the tax. So if you won, you got the money back, and if you lost, you would have to pay tax. So and they would write your name down. So I had a long, herringbone trench coat. So they used to call me the coat. So on the site, so on such a bridge I was called the court, and I told this to Mark Lamar, and he said, "Are you sure that's what they were calling?" Me? Yeah. <laughs> and I tried to be a prof- you know just those you know those stupid things where you just think, "I know I'll be a professional gambler, yeah, aren't you? Miss- Mississippi Gambler on the <laughs> on <North> Shields Ferry."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who is the tall dark stranger? <laughs> there, Maverick is his name. He's a gambler. We're on the Mississippi, new no, on the Tyne, on the ferry. <laughs> He's got to play the fastest hand in pork. Because it's only ten minutes across the. From... <laughs>
0: <laughs> twist, twist, twist now. <laughs> but you know what's? In- I think what's interesting and what's interesting about that Adelaide, that group of comedians that went to Adelaide, right? And it's um, I tried to write a, a TV show about, about that because about all those guys going. But in though in the 1980s and 1990s. Anyone could be a stand-up. And you and that group of guys who went to Adelaide that year, mm. all from really diverse backgrounds. Yeah. Parrot had worked on the docks, hadn't he? And, yeah. and Smiley. Yeah. And then there was, you know, me and Stu from university. Smiley,
1: Smiley was, a, was a bicycle courier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and, and I think what it was, was, it, was a, it was, that's the one thing about stand-up. It brings all these... Different people, you know, brings university lads yeah, like yeah. yourself, yeah. mixing with a, a humble like you know, <laughs> secondary modern lad like me. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean if you you know, if I'd have been back at the schools I'd have been taking your dinner money
0: off. The- <laughs> 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 but do you think it's like that still? Because I think that's I think that's a bit of a twenty-five years ago kind of thing, twenty, twenty-five years ago. Anyone could, any, anyone could rock up and have a crack at stand-up and, and people, and people who'd done other jobs were coming to do stand-up well, and now it feels like a profession that is people
1: much are, more people have got to, People have got the eye on the, on the prize. Yeah, yeah. I, started, I started my club at in the, in the Comedy Cafe on the Portman Westgate Road, the Time Theatre. 1989 was the first time I started and all the students used to come and it was something like five quid to get in, and we had Jack Day and and in Lidley Evans. We were starting off, and Joe Brand and, and Coogan and all them. You yeah. know, all, you, you know. And it was people were going. It was like, what? You're going to give me a hundred quid in 1990 for just stand up talking? Shite. Yeah, I'd like you. You know. But but now when you look at comics, they've got this eye on 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 the ball. You know, on where they're going to go, on on like how far they're going to get. And back then, it wasn't like that. It was just like. We just messing the boat,
0: yeah, it Yeah, but also people were coming at it from, you know, people were coming in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. And starting at that time, yeah. Now it, that I started when I was thirty. Yeah, it doesn't seem to happen. You know, you've got a bit of life experience, and you've got some stories, and you've got kind of. A, well, I gave, a I, life. gave
1: I gave, I uh, Ross Noble his first gigs yeah. when he was fourteen at my club, and he, he was so young he had to stay in the kitchen while he went on and did five minutes, and his dad used to drive him down there, you know. Yeah. In, 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 in so there was all that, you know, when Harry Hill started down there, and Alan Davis used to then use guys came and did the thing, you know. It was all that in in in, in you know the mighty Bush lads and yeah, all that. Yeah. And, in, in, you know, so it's... It... <laughs> it's all right, we'll edit that out. <laughs> um, um, it's me uh, false, le- false... Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's falling off. Last. <laughs> the blood wasn't getting to it, Dave. That was the problem. No, I
1: know, I know. <laughs> uh, but, 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 the, but, but the thing is, I think that's 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 more now it's a case of have, have, having a go. Yeah. And I think that's what you have to do. I always say to my daughter, just have a go, you know? And I know it sounds... Like, oh, God, that's so tragic. Just go, just have a go. Oh, go look, look, nobody can be here. But but that's true because that's what you have to do because otherwise, you know, if I hadn't sent that text, yeah I wouldn't have been doing films. If if, if Daniel Blake had been set in Manchester, I wouldn't have been seen for it. Yeah. So it's those things of when you get your chance, it's not, look, it's you take your chance. And if you can take your chance when it happens, I just happen to be... In the right place, right time, he was looking for me. It was the right part. Uh, I got on great with Ken. I was just being myself. Yeah. And the one thing Ken said to me, which is nice, he said, he said, because um, I'd never done any film acting, and he said, the one thing you've got to realise in this film is there's no music in this film. Uh, so there's no thing to, to let the audience, f- to tell them how, you, how, how to feel. So you and Hayley have to be true, and you have to be real, and you have to be honest with your emotion. And if you're honest and truthful with the emotion that you're playing, it'll look right on the screen. And that's what I try to do all the time. And, and, and that's the only training I've done. Yeah. And he said to me, so somebody said, why did you pick Dave? And he said, because comics are very good at, at communicating. And he said, I knew when I met Dave, I'd get an honesty from him. And that's what I wanted for the part. And so that's, I think, what you bring everything. That's what I try to bring
0: everything, yeah. really, you know. Good. Well, it's worked out, Davy. I'm very pleased for you, and I'm <laughs> oh, hoping, no. hoping you'll go from strength to strength. We're looking forward to everything you've got coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Massive round of applause, Dave Johns. <laughs> Sir David, so David Johns. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's lovely.
2: Thank you.
0: Christopher with me, Richard Taring, and my guest, Dave, John, Spliny. Thank you to Pest for providing this music. Thank you to everyone at The Stand Newcastle. It's truly one of the best stand-up clubs in the world. They also have really nice food, and I get some for free every time I play, and that's all I need. It, it, it's wonderful. Uh, thank you to my producer, James Hingley, who drove me around as well. I am indebted to my series producer, Ben Walker. I am more than ever indebted to my executive producer, Jonathan Harden. We call him Jonathan Harden on set. That's what we call him, but he likes it. It's just a bit of fun. And he, he is always erect and moving around and whacking us with his penis. In the days of Me Too, that should be a problem. But the thing is, we all like it and encourage it. So no problem there from Jonathan Harden. Uh, it's is a fuzz Go Faster Strike and Sky Potato production why well, not head down to gofasterstrike.com slash badgers become a monthly badger and you get loads of benefits and loads of extras between stand-up shows behind the scenes interviews loads of those hours and hours of those uh, advance warning of who the guests are going to be which have been useful for the first London date which has got a major guest and it's sold out entirely on the badgers so bear that in mind and lots lots more thanks for listening I love you especially my mum